Welcome to this week's Retro Rewind. This week, myself and the gang have been playing Zombies Ate My Navels for the SNES. So, tonight, joining me is Dave. Hi! Luke. Ooh. And Mike. Hello, everybody! Hi, <laughs> Dr. Mick. Oh. oh dear, so Zombies, <laughs> Zombies Ate My Navel <laughs> is a top-down run-and-gun game developed by LucasArts and published by Konami. It was released in North America in July 1993 and in Europe in January of 1994. It was released under the name Zombies Ate My Neighbors in the US and Zombies, it seems, everywhere else. There's also talk, although I haven't witnessed anything, of the... European and Australian release being censored. I played the American version and I didn't even see anything that was worth censoring. Anyway, so the game starts with Dr. Tongue creating a massive amount of monsters, which I will list later in the show, and unleashing them in suburban America, I assume. So you get two friends, Zeke and Julie. They've got to go out and save the day and save their neighbours because zombies ate or are eating their neighbours. No way! Is, yeah, yeah. Who, the, who would have thought that, That's it? very serendipitous right there. It is. It is. Um, so the game itself, you can play single player, you can pick Zeke or Julie, or you can play both in a bit of two-player couch action, which I would have loved to have had the opportunity to do, but unfortunately I have no friends. That's it. Run and gun, run about suburbia, saving a wide variety of fairly idiotic neighbours who seem to think it's okay to be just having a barbecue or practising cheerleading during the zombie apocalypse. Uh, it's a massively... I don't know what the word is. I was going to say massively difficult, but that's not the word. It's relatively easy at points and very difficult at other points, I found, but we'll get, we'll get into that later. So... I have never played this game before. I didn't play it in 1994. I have never touched it before this week. It's just one of those games that sits on lists of must-play SNES games or SNES games you didn't know that you wanted to play, and I thought it would be nice to give it a bash. Plus, being LucasArts, I thought I may as well give it a try because, you know, I can clearly demonstrate my massive love and knowledge of LucasArts in a very recent <laughs> quiz. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. It's still fresh in my memory, despite being weeks ago now. No, won't it be in the future? No, no, no. It'll be in the past. Oh man, this is confusing. Yeah, but we just recorded it. Twenty minutes. Oh. <laughs> it's still in the past. Whether it was twenty minutes ago or six weeks ago, it's in the past. It's We've done. Gotta go back. I am not better about it anymore because time has went by for weeks or minutes <laughs> anyway so yeah never played it before what's your guys history of playing the game okay so as as a child um many people used to walk down the streets and see me walking along graceful beautiful beautiful looks <laughs> you know, childish childish charm um and they'd always think that guy's untouchable. He plays too many games. He is the game's master of the block. <laughs> and I always used to say, <clears throat> as much as it may just be me, there are shadow masters. Okay? Uh-huh. So, I, I had a good friend, Andrew Jackson, and a good friend, Chris Hayes. These were my sages, my, my advice gurus when it came to the gaming world. Now, looking at me personally, I was obviously the head honcho. 
you think that guy <laughs> yeah. knows that guy knows his A button from his B button um in <laughs> uh, all four directions yeah <laughs> basically the the three of us we always um <clears throat> we joined up for weekends we played Streets of Rage we played uh, Golden Axe we basically played a lot of side-scrolling beat-em-ups but uh, other times we might play a bit of Toe Jam and Earl and this came in sort of as the replacement for Toe Jam and Earl so we played this back in the day as it was released um on the Sega Sega Mega Drive up here, which turns out to not be the uh, the main version of the game, but that's the version we played, and that's the game we had quite a lot of fun on. And whilst also being an being a, a nine ten year old, you'd always love your horror movies, so we'd have a point of reference for where those enemies came from, and it was great. Yep. Great. So I can cut that down to yes. That's great. <laughs> Don't you dare cut that story. I was in the I know. <laughs> Dave, what about yourself? Being the only US country bumpkin, uh, you would have been you would have been great. Well, at the West time, Vietnam. sir, I was a city slicker, not a country bumpkin. So you get oh. your vernacular straight, all right? Okay. Um okay. this this was something I never owned, but I rented a lot. Never managed to complete it because it's really hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, um, I, I, unlike a certain games master, I was a bit of a horror hound in my youth, and I really enjoyed, you know, spotting where, oh, this, this came from this, and, you know, stuff like that. It's not that fresh in my memory, actually, now that I think about it. I just, rem- mm-hmm. I think I remember eating popcorn more than I remember playing the game. But I remember, <laughs> like, 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 every time somebody brings it up, it's like, oh, yeah, that was good. But I haven't played it since I was a kid. Also, by the way, Craig, since you're a terrible host, it was what? censored from chainsaw people into lumberjacks because chainsaws are scary. Ah, oh, was it? Yeah, that, that, that was the amount of censorship. Um, so apparently the European and Australian versions were censored to turn the chainsaw guys into lumberjacks. Oh, so we go, just well, that cool. I'll cut you out. <laughs> and we just pretend that never happened. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I can't say I have any extensive memories about this game it's just one in a long list of any snes games that i rented that i really liked cool look i have never played this game before uh this was the first time for me cool i had a mega drive <laughs> i'm sorry what there's no rocky story <laughs> weren't oh, you a games master I know you're not a games master. Or you, you don't have a posse of gamers. <laughs> no swagger. <laughs> no, I played football there. Oh, right. <laughs> so right, um, probably best kick off. I heard many good things about it. You look at the cover, the cover art, and the first thing I think, which is obviously on purpose now that I think about it, is you know like B-rated horror movie. It's got yeah, 1950s. Yeah, zombie font. It's got a swirly background and zombies that clearly are just black and white images of people that have drunk too much. <laughs> what were your initial impressions with cover art and generally banging straight into the game? Because I, the, my first thought as soon as I stuck it on was, this music is amazing. The swirly intro, the the B horror movie theme to it. I just thought. I love this already, and I haven't even started playing it yet. So the music hooked me right in from the start. What do you think? What were your initial imp- impressions? Switch on. Pick Zeke or Julie. Who picked Zeke? Who picked Julie? I went for Julie. I didn't like Zeke in his 3D glasses. 
Yeah, well, I, why was he wearing 3D glasses? That's my question and everything here. I just thought, why is he wearing 3D glasses? Why haven't I got those? Cool. It's nineteen fifties nostalgia, man. Everybody in the fifties wore three D glasses. Yeah. Have you never seen Greece? <laughs> That's the first thing that broke the immersion for me is the three D glasses. I could get the zombies and the forty foot babies, but mm-hmm. those three D glasses, no. Nah, really? What did you play it on? Uh, I played it on, on the Wii U. No, no. I'm sorry, I played it on the Wii Virtual Console because this isn't on the Wii U yet. Uh that's like seven dollars well spent. But um I got to level 28, personally, before I had to make that choice of, all right, do I want to try to finish this, or do I go back and play Mystic Quest? Oh. (laughs) Well, that is a a tough choice. No, that's not. That is a very easy choice. It's not. not. I, myself, only got to level 22. I was playing it on some emulator on the Wii U. So I was just sitting in the corner of the room, hiding from my kids playing a crazy game <laughs> wait you didn't try to play this with your kids no no i did not um emily has got a quite a um thing about zombies just now like she loves zombies but anytime you mention zombies she pretends to be a zombie but she does it oh. so well in that 28 days later style zombie <laughs> and it just terrifies the hell out of me so i try not mention zombies as much <laughs> as possible all right okay i played the snaz version on the wii uh, emulator and I got to the level with the big baby and then got squashed. I can't remember when the big baby first appeared. I, the one I remember him in is 20, 25 with the shopping mall. I thought you said you only got to level 22. I know, but then I used the code to get to level 25. Oh, you dirty <laughs> cheater! It's not, that's not cheating. Codes are a privilege, not a right. You don't misuse them. You get to the level, you write down the code, and then you can input it later. But you, you skipped ahead with codes. <sighs> you? Yes. I'm done. This is I'm done. I didn't know I was in such a wretched hive of scum and villainy, sir. Well, okay, right. How many levels are there? How many levels? There's 55 so, levels? Well, or 55, not, including not the hidden levels. Secret. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. 45 standard ones. Does that mean there's some levels that you've never seen? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would bug the crap out of me because I used all the codes. I went to all the levels. Oh. I went to secret oh. levels. You did see the day of the tentacle level. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Okay, How insane right. is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, guy, Mike, Luke, where did, where did you get to? Oh, no, Luke, you've done it, have you? I played the Snaz version of the Wii yeah, and thanks. I got to level with the big baby. Great. And then he got thanks. squashed. Yeah. yeah I got, oh, sorry, yeah, I got squashed. And then you got squashed. Mine? As, as resident guru of games, uh, I managed to... <laughs> <laughs> I managed to ascend the high plateaus that this game has to offer. I reached a, a level four. Um, we'll, we'll add a zero and call it 40, but... It, <laughs> <laughs> realistic. It was level four where I stopped playing. Okay. Um, is that because you got bored, or I just couldn't get on with it, to be honest? But I did play the supposedly superior Super Nintendo version this time, emulated mm-hmm. on the PC with a PS3 pad. Cool. Uh, just an announcement that our uh, games guru, uh, Mike, you can see him on Games Master. He's the floating head. Thank you. <laughs> okay. It's nice to be respected by peers. Ha, 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 ha.
I gently want to move into the amount of enemies in this because it's quite impressive. But I'm just going to list the enemies because it's got a great amount of enemies, right? You ready? You ready for this? Yes. <gasps> I'm going to do it in one breath. Axe Baby, Bogeyman, Dr. Tongue, Flying Saucer, Football Player, Frankenstein, Giant Ant, Giant Baby, Giant Spider, Kelly Flock, Martians, Mummy, Mushroom Men, Mutant Plant, Pod Plant, Red Bob, Snake, Coid, Squid Men, Stanley Dexter with the Axe, Stanley Dexter with the Chainsaw, Tentacle, Vlad the Vampire, Werewolf, and Zombie. Thank you. Thank you for that. So anyway, that's the baddies. I thought it was fairly fantastic. Some of the guys are pretty tricky to deal with. The giant ants in particular, I had real problems with until you find a bazooka because bazookas solve everything. They blow up hedges and walls and they kill giant ants, which was lovely. And babies. You know. So speaking of the enemies, right? Like, um, did you guys kind of do that whole leap of logic thing? Like, oh, there's a werewolf. I'll use the silverware. Or, oh, it's a vampire. I'll use the cross. I mean, I don't remember. No. I don't remember a, a water gun taking down a mummy, but nah. But yeah, yeah, it does actually work that way. You can kill a, a werewolf very easily with the silverware, and if you hit uh, the vampire with the cross, it does loads of damage. And a lot of things are linked that way. Yeah, I I did get that. But my problem was I picked up like 40 bits of silverware. It's forks and knives to throw at people. And I felt that they were so useless that I started throwing them at random, you know, ants and stuff like that. Not realizing oh, yeah. that I would need them later on. I felt that the, the control, the weapon selection control, you, there's hundreds of weapons. So if you... You're trying to quickly get to something like a bazooka. You can click buy it very quickly, and then you have to go right the way around the circle again to get back to the weapon that you wanted to select. Mm. I found that very, very. Yeah, that's one of my list of cons. Yeah, like I would have even preferred a Mega Man like press start select your weapon. Yeah, kind of method to what they have here. Mm. It's the same with power ups. It's just it was a bit yeah. it's a bit iffy. But, you know, what What can you do? The other thing that I didn't know until five minutes before I put it down is if you held down a bumper button, you got a mini-map showing where the, Wait, the people Wait, you played the whole thing see. without a mini-map? Yeah, yeah, I did, Dave. I did. Oh, my gosh, you're like Rain Man. I'm not, not particularly Rain Man. I was more just an idiot. Well, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I would have found it infuriating to play this game without a mini-map. Mm-hmm. I ended up just heading to the top left and then hoping that I could get to the bottom right in some sort of methodical way to, to, oh, okay. to find everyone. Um, it was quite irritating as well at points when the people, your neighbours you were trying to save, the same 10 neighbours in every single level, kept on just well, either they running carry into on. danger or standing, waiting to be eaten. Like, why... Depending on depending on how many you save from a previous level is how many is in the next level, and you can actually run out of neighbors to save. Ah, that makes sense now because I'm pretty. By the end of my playthrough, I was like pretty sure I was saving less and less people. Does it explain that anywhere, or do you? Uh, probably in the manual. I mean, I mean, you know, 
I mean, I, I think I just picked it up from osmosis on the playground. It was like some kid somewhere was talking about it, and it just kind of seeped into my brain. Fair enough. Fair enough. Does anyone else get any low points or anything about the game, or the gameplay, or anything you noticed? Yeah, yeah. For me, it was a. Uh, I, I think I'm too used to doing things like, for example, holding down a button to shoot in one direction, then strafing about with it and things. And it. Oh yeah. It just it felt like so often I'd be missing something by a couple of pixels, and then <clears throat> thinking, "Oh, I'm going to have to run away to get a, a, the drop on this guy again now." Um. Yeah, just yeah. Con- considering I loved this game when I was younger, it was really odd returning back to it. Um, very recently, yeah. I, I did find that, especially when an ant is three millimetres off your back and you have to run so far to turn around and shoot to try and run away again. It was a wee bit strafing. Strafing would have saved saved a lot of that frustration. Too many times I get eaten. Those ants. Like, with, without the strafing, it is very hard to lock an enemy down. Yeah. Again, ants, maybe zombies sometimes, if they're just that tiny bit too close to you, you can sometimes get a bit of respite, but for the most part, you need to end up just backing off and running away. Now, I do wonder, is that a very gentle hint towards you should be using certain items on certain enemies always? Yeah, I I wondered that as well. Um, I felt that the game needed like a dodge or a roll button or something that could, like, I don't know if you guys felt it, but if you... If an enemy got close to you, some of them seemed to speed up faster than you could run. So it was like they were definitely going to hit you. Um, but I watched the speed run after getting so far. And that person that was doing it, I think they did it in an hour and a half. Um, and saved all the heroes, which was amazing. But they were constantly changing the weapon to to meet the foe that they were fighting. Yeah. Uh, and it would be, you know, they'd change from a long range thing to a melee weapon. And that's maybe where I struggled with the game is, as you guys have said, is changing weapon seemed a little bit confusing, especially if you press the button too many times and skip the weapon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It almost feels built like, oh, you know, like you're saying, like pick up every so often, but it feels like you need to put a lot of work into it from the start just to make sure you were completely and utterly nailing every single enemy with it and i i don't i don't got time for that well again that might have been something in the manual too to be fair to yeah. the game fair like i mean yeah. i mean I, the only one that i i forgot about that was like oh yeah that's right was um hitting the blobs with the popsicles oh, yeah. and that's a one-hit kill uh, i think is it yeah Jeez, oh this is the kind of you need a zombies ate my neighbors support group or something like that <laughs> I found the strimmer, you know, like the, the lawnmower strimmer, oh, yeah. um, to be quite useful. You know, you could drop that and just let it spin. It seemed to stop the enemies when they were coming at you. Um, otherwise, I just seemed to use the, the water pistol because it was the only weapon I felt confident enough to use. Yeah, it was an odd one. It was a very odd one. I found I found my playthrough very odd, just trying to figure out exactly what was going on. But that is, it's just a matter of time because apart from all the enemies, you've got all, you've got Cans of Diet Coke or something, whatever. Soda cans. Yeah. 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 You have to throw in a a wheeled arc, which explodes somehow, and tomatoes. I can't even think, knowing the list of enemies, what enemy is suited to to hit with a tomato? Basically, enemies that you wedged on the other side of something that they can't get to you from. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it seemed like to me. Ah, Um, Right, okay. Because when, when I ran out of all ammo, I ended up stuck with those, and I was... 
I was just basically trying to cheese the game until I finally turned into beast mode and uh, and the game became fun again. One thing I'm picking up on this game is that uh, I started playing it and I find it a bit overwhelming to begin with, with all the different weapon choices and uh, like trying to figure out the game. But as I'm hearing you guys talk about it, it seems like there's quite a lot of hidden depth to that game. It's like a game that you could go back. It's almost like a, a modern day rogue game, I guess, where you need to... Um, figure out you know where the neighbors are and carry them across levels but uh there's different methods for each enemy is quite interesting did you guys like i uh the bit with the there's a level where you're in like a, a maze of hedges and there's uh like loads of chainsaw guys so they can cut through the hedges how, how did you guys find that level because I don't know if it just seemed a bit weird to me. Like, uh, I eventually figured out you could blow down the hedges yourself with a rocket launcher, but it seemed a bit of a a weird game of cat and mouse because I found I was trying to get the, the guys to break down the hedges so I could get to neighbors that I couldn't get to. But as soon as they got close to it, they'd then charge the neighbor and kill him before I could get in. So, <laughs> but was, well, was I doing it wrong? As you might have heard earlier, Luke, um, the level <laughs> I stopped at was a level four. You'd be surprised <laughs> to find out that that may well be the same level you're mentioning there. Uh, it is. It is indeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I I have almost finished the game in the past before, and um, that uh, is a long time back. But I I just wanted a little taste to see see what what how the game held up uh, today. What what was your impressions when you when you fired it up and you went in thinking I'm going to relive my former youthful glory? I'm not sure to be honest. I, I think one of the weirdest things for me was that I remember back in the day it seemed like uh, Konami was the name thrown across the box more than anything all over the place, and, and it's really strange to see a uh, such such a big amount of of Lucas art mentions to it now because I remember playing this back to back with stuff like. Um, you know, uh, Rocket My Adventures and things on the Mega Drive back then. And and I don't know, I'd never even clocked on that it was a LucasArts game properly, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't uh, either it, as a kid. It was a bit of a weird, weird dawning on me. To be, um, so I, I kind of pictured it in a way, weird way because in my head I was thinking, I did enjoy this back in the day, but realising it's a, you know, it's like when you find out Blizzard made platformers or things like that and you think, yeah, it's a bit of an odd a bit of an odd beast, this. Uh, how, mm. how am I going to treat it now that I sort of know a bit more about it? Um, yeah. Cool. But yeah, well, in the Super Nintendo version itself, it's it seemed seemed quite quite good. I didn't notice any major differences compared to what I played before. I will say that Sega Genesis gets bonus points because the radar is always on screen. I mean, yeah, sure, they mm. had to squash the picture a bit, but yeah. I think that's kind of a bonus. You do have skinny Zeke, skinny Julie, and skinny maps, and skinny zombies, and one quarter <laughs> of the screen a black block. But it, it would work. That would have probably worked better for me at the end of the yeah. day. Which I don't know. Let's let's just let's just veer towards the positive. What did anyone get any standout moments or any positive spin on this or any moments of sudden realization? Like for me, it was the bazooka. See, when I figured out what I was picking up, because I was trying to save weapons and save as you do and run about with a water pistol, see when you realise that you can actually just go and bazooka things, oh, I'd, the game just was so much... 
it was so much so much smoother. I didn't realise what I was playing, suppose, at, to start. So it took a few goes to actually get into it. And then it was, I found it quite smooth. As a bonus for me, and this might, this is probably just me, but um, it took uh, one or two game overs before I started to appreciate what type of game it is. If you know what I mean? Like, like this is one of those games where actually the passwords don't help you very much because no, you, no, you start don't. with nothing but the water gun, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's that's complete. It's, it is completely right, Dave. Uh, so um, anytime I used the password, it was not a, it was a quick game over. That was the way of the universe saying you don't belong here, Craig. Yeah, yeah that was. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's been a very long time since I've had to play one of those games where you play a little bit, then you die, and then you play a little bit, but you get a little bit farther, and then you die, and then you yeah. play again, and you get farther. I, I miss those type of games, actually, and this was a bit of a pleasant surprise to come back to. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's one of those games. It's funny you say that, because I, I got the feeling that, like, I mean, I, I didn't play this game when I was younger, and this game kind of... I started off not thinking thinking this is a bit weird. I'm not sure if I'm going to enjoy this. And the more I played it, I, I started to figure it out. It kind of reminded me of Splunky a little bit, where, you know, it's all about, like, th- there's a little bit of discovery in that world, but then it's about how you handle the world. And each time you die, you feel like you learn something new. Yeah, yeah, it's not so much about skill. It's more about learning how to handle each situation as they pop up. It's like, oh, yeah, now yeah. I've got a doll and an ant. Okay, what do I do here? So once you learn those situations, uh, yeah, the game is much more rewarding. And, and I respect it for you know not being really easy. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. I, I'm with you guys on that. And it's odd for me. It came very much from when I had that realization and I thought, I'm going to die a lot and I'm going to game over a lot to get my way through this. It's the first you play time. Dark Souls? Not yet. That's too, that's <laughs> soon. Oh no! In fact, this is the past. Yeah, yeah. I started Dark Souls a couple of months ago. Um, <laughs> with with um, your guys' help, I'm certainly I'm having a rollicking good time with that. And I've I've come to realise that you know you got to die sometimes. Some of the uh, other positives that I've I kind of wrote down in my notes was uh i really love the art design like it, it captures that period like really well um like even even the 3d glasses but like the font design and the splash screens that would come down over the top of each level as it started and like the titles for it i thought were really cool um and also the animation of the enemies like each there's a lot of love put into this game you can tell each character's got like it looks different they move different and um yeah, I, for for a game of its age, it, it still looks really good. I think uh, this game also gets bonus points because it made me watch them, and anything that makes me watch them is great. I don't watch know who guys... them. Yeah, them. Uh, them. It's a 1950s B movie about the giant ants. I was like, oh yeah, oh, okay. I haven't seen that in like oh, a yeah, year. You know what? Part of that makes me want to watch it, but the other part absolutely terrifies me at the thought of giant ants. <laughs> I don't know what it's that wonderful. Giant ants. <laughs> no, giant ants are, have nothing on giant spiders. Giant ants are pretty benign. I could take. I could take it. Have you ever seen Eight Legged Freaks? That I giant have. spider movie. It's oh, pretty good movie. I thought it was kind of like uh, they're just giant spiders. Just punch them. How do you say it's just spiders and then ah, uh, it's ants? 
because ants are kind of scary. They'll crawl no. over you. No! Ants are pretty benign. They have no poison. They don't turn your insides to jelly. They don't wrap you in cocoons. Spiders are what's terrifying, man. Shall we take a vote? <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Spiders or ants? What's what's the scarier? Ants. Spiders. Good man. Uh, spider. Big spiders. Yeah. I'm sorry, Craig. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're the you're the weird one. So I seem to be. I seem to be in the wrong. I am terribly sorry, and I'll just end <laughs> this right now. Goodbye. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here's a good question. Um, if you guys had paid $10 for this on, say, PSN, would you be disappointed or satisfied? I, uh, I'd i be satisfied. I think I would be satisfied because I want to play it. I want to play it. I want to get better at it. I think if I'd played it and it was easy and I went through and... Because co- you could sit down and complete this uh, like in a couple hours or something. I don't know, but let's just say a couple hours. bit disappointing. But I think I would have given it a good, a good go, good bash. Ten dollars. If I could play this online, I would say I'd buy it because to me this game was. It just reminded me of playing Toja Aminura with my brothers, and playing it by myself. I just thought, uh, I don't know if I'm enjoying this as much. There was a bit of fun to handing the controller and then, you know, giving your brothers shit for uh, for dying where they died or you know trying to egg them on to do something and. This game feels like it's meant for local uh, co-op. So, because I'm old and don't know anybody locally, online would be great. <laughs> I mean, I would I would have loved to have you know played with the game master if yeah, this was say yeah. re-released. <laughs> I think there's like a two-year waiting period to become one of his sages. Oh, oh, oh! Well, what, what about an acolyte? I mean, <laughs> since you bring that guy up. In all his, his greatness. I may as well tell you his little <laughs> fable. Goodness. So, he himself actually purchased uh, one game recently in, in the sales on the Xbox, being a State of Decay um, Day 1 edition. Now, I always think the main selling point for this game, um, well, Zombies Ate My Neighbours, was just, you know, we, we were crying out for zombie games back then. You know, you, you got everything catered for you, things like ghouls and ghosts floating around um but getting a, a zombie game i mean I've, I've always had a dream that my favorite game ever would be playing the the actual dawn of the dead the closest we got to it before was probably something like dead rising um but recently playing state of decay it's a completely different game to this but it has the things it has dodge out the way it has you know being able to judge how fast an enemy's coming at you those sort of things and i think Purely from the zombie perspective, seeing that that game cost me about five pounds, I wouldn't be prepared to pay ten pounds for a, you know, for a remaster of, of this game. But I do think at the time it, you know, it served its purpose, yeah. and uh, yeah, I, hmm. I do respect it for that. Cool. I think the co-op thing for me, the co-op thing, when I was running away from guys, I was thinking if someone else was playing with me, they could distract them. A big bit of my playtime was thinking, I wish I had someone else to play with, because then, you know, which who's who's the the zombie going to go for? Another one can maybe shoot them shoot them from behind, or you know, like that kind of thing. I think it was, yeah. it felt like it was built for that. Yeah, my my co op with my daughter did not go very well. Um, did it not? Oh. <laughs> no, 
She's terrible. Oh, dear. Cool. Anyone else? Any funky stories? Any high points? Any low points? Yeah, I remember uh, it always being a case that you try and point out which enemies seem to be something like the, you know, the horror movie bad guys. And uh, I remember one even being like a, looking a little bit like sort of Chucky, which is quite a, yeah. an odd sort of scary thing. Um, but yeah, we've also got what is it? Je- I think it's Jason Voorhees is the look of the uh, the chainsaw wielding. Oh yeah, guy. Uh, you got you got. Uh, it came from outer space with the with the little fungus thing. Uh, yeah. The blob, of course, with, with no fool in the blobs. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you know, werewolf, vampire, mummy, big baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they from? Uh, remember Super Mario World? That's what happens after you step on them three times. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, They're in Beetlejuice. There's the the bus of football players. But yeah, yeah like like yeah. if if you remember way back in the foggy days of those early episodes that you probably shouldn't listen to because they're terrible. Um, like I liked this for the same reason I liked Godzilla. It, it's an interactive museum of old movies that you could watch because they featured this villain. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, well, yeah, child's play is old now, isn't it? Whew. But yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, for me as a kid, this was great because I did spend a lot of time, you know, it's Saturday morning. You wake up at five in the morning to watch cartoons. And a lot of times before they would start airing cartoons, they would just show these even then old fifties horror movies. And, it, you know, it was really cool to start playing this as a kid and be like, oh, hey, I know. And I didn't know who Chucky was at the time. But, you know, I can point out a lot of the other ones. That's probably still why I like Castlevania very much. But, yeah. Dave, final thoughts? Uh, these I've kind of summed up what I, what I think about it. But this is going to be one of those games where I, after two weeks, I'm going to forget a lot about it. And then I'm going to load up my Wii one day for God knows what reason. And it's going to be that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I should play that again. And I'll play it again, and I'll enjoy it. But for some reason, this thing has a coat of Teflon on it. I, I can't sit and purposely try to beat it, or I end up losing interest. So even though I'll never complete it that way, I still enjoy it for what it is. For me, it is a pickup and have a good bash, and then, well, that was that. Cool. Cool. Look. Um... Yeah, I mean, I I think I enjoyed my time with this game. I obviously don't have the the nostalgia associated with it that you guys do. And I think Mike said this earlier that whilst playing it, I just kind of wanted to go back and play Toejam and Earl because this is this is my Toejam and Earl. I guess it's uh, um, it it's got some cool things to it, and I can see there's going to be a lot of depth to it. It feels like you could you could play that game for weeks and still find things new but without having that other person to play with um it kind of falls short for me so glad i played it good pick um but i don't think i'll be playing much more of it cool games master mike oh well since you want my appraisal you shall have it (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) yeah you know um I think I think it's not one. I, I I probably do believe now that you know people change quite a bit in their lives. And for me, there was a point in time where this this game it it was on for hours on end, and it'd be you know it'd be fables of 
beating this bit, getting past this bit. Have you seen this bit? Um, and coming back to it today, I'm, I'm struggling. Whether it was just you know the constraints we were under at the time that we'd we'd get a lot more fun out of it than I I could get at the moment, and it's it's a bit of a shame really. But you know it's it's also proof that some games just don't hold up for you as you as you remember them. Um, and I'm quite good. I found one because a lot of the times I go back to these games from the past and they're still they're still quite brilliant. But um, mm. you know I I think I'll still get another shot because I mean after the insight from you guys of things that somehow me and my friends back then didn't figure out. It's uh there are there are hidden depths to be plumbed, but um you know, we'll, we'll come back to it in the future and find out. Cool. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. That's no problem. Um, my majestic presence, Mad. Your majestic <laughs> presence. Uh, Game Master um, Mike is also available for uh weddings, funerals and any other sort of social events. Right. Well for me no regrets in picking it. I uh, I very much enjoyed my short time with with this game. I love the look of it. It's really cool. Cool is one. Cool and fun. And I don't know what else the kids say these days. Is it hip hop and happening? Except you know, for the nineties, it's hip hop and happening. Balling. That's yeah, balling. Like footballing. Uh, like no, like like it baller. Super hot baller. Yeah, super hot. Anyway, thought it was pretty cool. I I don't know what to make of it. I don't know what to make of it because I don't feel like it warrants the amount of time that it would need to take to complete it. Yeah, I feel like I could dip in and out of it. As you say, Dave, just pick up every now and then, not not fully commit to, you know, this week I will play and complete Zombies Eat My Neighbours. The thing, the, the thing that's stopping, it's kind of stuttering what I'm trying to think is I thought it was really Cool. Despite the the flaws of of weapon selection and general that you know being flooded by enemies that run only like a pixel a second slower than you, and they seem to be able to match your input, like input read completely flawlessly, so you can never actually yeah. truly dodge them. Yeah, mm. it still was really fun. I still had a really fun time with it. So I don't know. Mate, only time will tell with this. If I pick it up in a few weeks to have another wee black bash at it. I, I, you know, I'll, I'll see what I make of it then. Just before we go, Dave, your pick's up next. What have you got in store for us on the next Retro Rewind? Okay, so I have a good streak going here with Wild Guns and Mr. Driller. Before that, my games are inherently the best picks. Godzilla was oh, a bit man. of a misstep, but you cretins just didn't appreciate it. Um, so, so this time I, I'm going to switch it up and instead of going something fun, I'm going to go something that's kind of amazing. Uh, I don't think, does, does anybody have an experience with the Famicom Disk System game called Otaki? Uh, Otaki is a rhythm-based shooter on the NES. Uh, it's really good. That's you cool. should check it out. Yeah. That is, that's different, Dave. That's very different. I can, think it's very fun. Can you possibly... I have just Googled Okaki and got Japanese rice crackers. Otaki, yeah. town in New Zealand. I'm, uh, I'm on a losing streak okay. of Googles it's here. O-T-O-C-K-Y. Otaki. O-T-O-C-K-Y. Thanks. Now, guys, say bye. Bye. See you later. Thanks. Bye.